This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th only on Hulu. Escape to Summer with Victoria's Secret's just arrived collection of swim and other sun ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made to be seen, very sexy push up bra in on trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Two teas in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Two Teas and a Pod with myself, Teddy Mellencamp, and Tamara Judge. Good morning, Teddy. How are you doing? I feel like I've been up 700 hours. Like, it should be good after 700, exactly. Yeah, 700, at least 700 hours. Ah. Um, so before we even get started into anything, I did a little Q&A on my Instagram asking which questions our twats listeners have for us. The number, right? Yeah. The number actually the, this actual first one doesn't have anything to do with us in a shocking turn of events. Um, but there's probably 40 something questions about what happened with Lisa Renna and Erica Jane at the club. Also, I love that everybody thinks it's at the club. Okay. Are they really at a club or are they at a restaurant? So bar 1912. So Dumois reported, for those of you guys who don't already know this, du- Dumois, who gets some right and some partially right because it's all allegedly sources. But P- people write know. in, they send anonymous messages about whatever, everything in pop culture, and they, yeah. they write it. They post and, it and they don't have to fact check and it, it is what it is. So this kind of, I guess, blew up last night on social media. But the message to Dumois, is, hey, BB, maybe that's like their code or is that baby? Like what? how young people say baby? Uh, I don't know. Um, last night at bar 1912, Erica Jane, Lisa Renna and a big group of people. It was a huge fight. Heard they had security come a few times. Something about defunding the police and Erica got mad. Lisa was up and taking pictures at one point. So bar 1912 is 
<laughs> We've had our own issues there. Oh, but um, Bar 1912 is not the club. It's the bar at the Polo Lounge mm-hmm. at the Beverly Hills Hotel. So, of course, Teddy Walters can't just not let a nightclub. Not a nightclub. No. It's like a it's like an indoor outdoor bar. It's an indoor outdoor hotel bar, bar. that like rooftop, not rooftop, but up not, high. It's not up high, Tam. It it's the entrance it at the hotel. Oh, I thought it was up high. You do not take an elevator to get there. You oh. walk into the Beverly Hills Hotel. You make a right. Remember where we ate? Oh, lunch? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. And then you walk to where yeah. the fire pit is. That's bar 1912. Um. So I got a little bit even worried. Like, I was like, what if this is true? So I like texted both Ren and Erica. I was like, what if this is the, what if, what if this is the end? Cause everybody on the comments is like, it's all about defunding police. And they had their final blowout. Who cares that they're who even cares? On- honestly, if they did like, but cares? like, everybody's like true. Did they save it for the cameras? Blah, 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 blah. Like Lisa's all these not things even on the show. I know. I know. Either way, I asked, this is my favorite part. Lisa goes, I got there at 6, 10 p.m. I was gone by eight. (laughs) Um, We were all laughing, having fun. Yes. At one point, I stood up and took some pictures. Um, No drama, no fight. We're all good. So it wasn't just Lisa Renner responding. Then Erica also responded to me because I was like, I need to know. They're so close. The story doesn't seem 100. Do I believe they're at bar 1912? Do I believe they were having fun and probably being louder than some of the other patrons? Most likely. But Erica responds, no fighting about defunding the police. We were talking about music, laughing and having fun. So, guys, this is a non-story story. It's a non-story story. It's a non-story story. <laughs> it's, I mean, I you have to understand when you go to bar 1912 or the polo lounge, you can't even wear jeans. Very this isn't the loudest of crowds. So at mm-hmm. any point, if you are standing up, taking pictures or even laughing or having fun or you're a hot mess or whatever it may be, which Tamara and I have been a hot mess at bar 1912 before. Um it's going to be perceived as worse <laughs> than it actually is. Yeah. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. 
But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So this next article has been something that's been going on for like six months worth of investigation. Um, I do believe that they reached out to me through my email. I never responded, but it is the Vandy Fair prepping deeply. Um, they are probing into probing into Bravo's relationship with Housewife stars. Um, page six has an article about it. Sources say that the reporter from Vanity Fair has been interviewing cast members and other sources around the Real Housewife franchise for some six months, and that the piece is slated to appear in the upcoming weeks. Now, I've been hearing this has been coming out for weeks four months. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, it's not going to be good. I've heard some, some people talk about things that they have told, um, vanity fair that are pretty scary. When you say they reached out to you, do you mean other housewives or vanity fair vanity fair? Yeah. I got an email asking if I would be interested in participating from vanity fair. And I just got a, um, I got a call today asking if I would like to comment on this lawsuit that this Marco guy, the butler from Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season two, I guess he's reporting some more stuff to in adding to this Vanity Fair stuff. So I'm like, nope, I don't have anything to say. Nothing know what I have to say about the things that Marco said? He said the housewife he least connected with was me was you was you Tamara I, I didn't really talk to him well either way he came in as a butler and now he's coming for I think the two main people he allegedly named were Phaedra and Brandy yeah I don't think he's going after either one of them no he's not he's, he's going solely after, going after, solely after the network but I mean okay. the part the the thing I'm confused about with this Vanity Fair article, which I've been really trying to probe into this gossip, was the night before this Vanity Fair thing came out that everybody that there's going to be this article. There was a dinner at the Bel Air Hotel 
that had Bethany, Larsa, Jenny Garth. Do you think that has something to do? I saw that. Do you think that has something to do with the Vanity Fair article? I have no idea. The cast of Clueless, Rachel, a.k.a. Raquel. um, Who else was there? Cheryl Burke. I don't know if that has anything to do with this reality TV reckoning. But what I did notice... And listen, I, I don't think Larsa Pippen would be there if she if it had something to do with the uh, Bethany stuff. This is what I noticed. Every person there except for us are part of the iHeartRadio family. Every single one? Except for oh, so maybe it was the <laughs> iHeart party through Bethany and we just weren't invited. Well, I'm dead. I am dead. Wow. I was like, hold on. I started looking. I'm like, I heart, I heart, I heart, I heart. I so didn't realize I, that. Yeah. So everybody's trying to say that that. But dinner, Rachel's not right. No, I think I don't know. But my assumption is her podcast is going to launch will be. I heart. On, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know she was coming out with a podcast. Yes. She said, were you not here during the reckoning with R- rachel and bethany I, I listened to that but it was a whole lot of bullshit you blocked so, it out yeah i didn't realize she was doing that maybe i did or i just don't fucking care <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but either way i don't think that group of people is actually everybody that's assuming that that group of people are part of the reckoning i don't think larsa pippen is part of the reckoning no, i would assume that not. she went because she was invited to this I mean, it's like a garden party whenever you have it at the Bel Air. So that that's my guess, because also other people were there that have iHeart podcasts that have nothing to do with reality television. So that's my guess. I don't know, but we uh, our invites must have got lost in the mail. (laughs) They must have. And had we (laughs) probably would have never gone. If it's past 630 p.m., (laughs) we couldn't make it. Right. (laughs) But the Vanity Fair uh, article is not uh, upsetting Bravo or the network whatsoever. They're used to stuff like this. Um, High profile media firms and that nobody is sweating it. Um, But do you think they're waiting to release this article? Right before before BravoCon? Yeah, totally. 100%. Now, the network is involved in this. I know producers that are talking. I know housewives that are talking. So... I don't think it's going to be one-sided. I think you're going to get both sides. I'm hoping, but I'm sure. You, I feel like you have to get both sides or else it doesn't, that's not very vanity fair to only show one side. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I am confused about, and this is where I'm just going to continue stating, I, I do believe there's room for growth in reality television and fair pay and all of these different things. But I do think that if you're going to have a reckoning and if Bethany is one of the mm-hmm. ones to speak on it, you can't also be making money from that same area that you're bitching about. Hmm. It feels weird to me. <laughs> you would think. Okay. So the, who knows, I guess we'll, I, my guess is we will probably see more about the Vanity Fair article right before BravoCon or in the middle of it. Um, my next question in regards to BravoCon is why they release the premieres of the shows right before BravoCon. Because you know shit is going to hit the fan at BravoCon. Maybe that's like, what they want. Beverly Hills is going to, but they're not going to have camera crews. I just don't understand why they are releasing so many at once. Because what all are we getting? We're getting Beverly Hills, 
Miami girls trip or the legacy, whatever it's called. I think and then married to medicine is coming out. There's a, like a lot of shows coming out right at the same time, but either way, make sure you guys stay into two T's in pod because we will be there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Potomac. Uh, but yeah, we'll be there interviewing all the different housewives. We'll be getting all the tea for you guys. Um, somebody that I'm curious if you would want to interview Tam is Monica Garcia mm -hmm. from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I would love to. This fight has. I talked to her a little bit on social media. Me she too. She to always, me. Yeah, she's she always, always been really, really sweet. I know, but which I which I like, but I also always wonder about anybody that's too nice on the social medias. You just you just wonder about everybody. <laughs> I, I do. I think everybody's wonder. up to something. I always I, I like everybody until I don't. You know what I mean? Like I I usually like everyone, and then when they do something, but once don't like somebody, yeah. you really don't like them. Like, peace um, out. Peace well, out. Monica and her mom have a fight on Twitter. Her Bravo OMG. Um, her mom finally responds after the Watch What Happens Live and last week's episode. Also, for some reason, there was no Salt Lake City this week. So we're only recapping New York tonight, um, which felt weird. But anywho, yeah. her mom writes, Monica begged me to do this reality show with her. Begged. I didn't want to do it. She told me all I had to do was cook and speak Portuguese. How did she return the favor? She did me dirty. Meanwhile, I would never compete with my only child unless it's sports. I love that she added that in. I'm too smart to try to go up against Monica. She'd chew me up and spit me out. Lastly, I never abandoned her. I always put her needs above my own, even in her adulthood. I'm not a perfect human, but I am, with asterisks, a devoted mother and vovo. God bless everyone. Hashtag R-H-O-S-L-C. Okay. Deceased. I don't think her mom needed to do that. Oh, you think? I mean, it's bad. I mean, I get she wants to stick up for herself. Like she probably is getting shit on social media and her mom's probably not used to it. Like most people that just get put on TV. But you don't want to fight like that with your your mom or dad on social media. I, I I'm going to have to say this. I actually as much as I enjoy watching Monica as a housewife, mm -hmm. I'm worried with her social media activity that her days are numbered. What is she doing on social media? Well, not only is there this fight here, then she started posting all those bruises and injuries and oh, saying, the lawsuit. Is she really suing Angie? I don't know if she's actually suing Angie or she's just talking well, about here's it. The thing. If you get hurt during filming, um, the production company has insurance on you. Like they, they'll take care of it. I mean, just like if they come into the house and hit a wall with the camera they, you know, they're immediately like, okay, let's go ahead and fix this. So if she fell down the stairs or did something during filming, they would have taken her to the hospital if it was that bad and they would have paid for it. Right. Uh, but what we've allegedly heard is that this isn't the first time I'm not using this word. I'm simply reusing this word. It's not your word. This somebody is not else's. my wording. Okay. Cause I wouldn't have thought of it on my own. I would have needed somebody like Noella's ex-husband, but according to our source, Monica is an ambulance chaser. Which means she's always looking for frivolous lawsuits. Well, I Do need we more proof than that, than somebody just saying that. 
Well, me too, but I'm I'm just I need documents. Get, I need court records. I need She these said things. she was going to release I need the text photos. messages. I need the staircase for one. I need to know if there's no railing. I also need to see Oh yeah, they're saying it's not up to code. Yeah. That's what that's what they're saying. That's what she's saying. Yeah. But are saying. you oh, allowed to sue other castmates? Like I remember Denise no. tried or whatever. You can but try. I, Here's the thing. You can you can sue anybody, but you're not allowed, I think, per our contract to sue each other. But um, that doesn't stop you from suing. You can sue anybody for anything. I can sue you because I don't like that twat sign in the back. And it, you have I, the same twat sign. I know, but I'm saying and, I, it will probably get thrown out of court, but you can. You can sue for whatever you want. You can sue for whatever. Um, well, are you going to sue Bryn Whitfield for oh scolding you about this- your Andy Cohen attack? <laughs> My Andy, this is one story that has been blown out of the water to a point that is almost comical. Like afterwards, like we laughed about it. We totally laughed. But question, could you sue Bryn for her um, reunion outfit? (laughs) Let's not make fun of people's clothes now. Why? I wear the worst ones. But that doily, I can't. She's too beautiful and too amazing. I can't. It's it really is like the candlestick from. Oh my god! So <laughs> the article came out. Bryn Whitfield scolds Tamara Judge for Andy Cohen attack. Full article here. Bryn had some advice for Tammy Sue. Don't tell <laughs> Dad to Tammy Sue. Tammy, don't fuck up. Well, this particular blogger, whatever you talk about. They don't like me. They're always posting things that are like exaggerated and mean and whatever. Bryn first noted, she's a huge fan of Tamara's. She added, I don't bite the hand that feeds me. Well, I can tell you one thing. Andy Cohen is not the one that's feeding you. <laughs> it's not the one right in your checkout. And I'm being fed very well. Well, I'm probably being fed a lot times, better. 20 you know times what? Well. I'm not being fed at all. I'm hungry. <laughs> right. Obviously, as soon as Tamara hears about this, she will immediately grab John Mellencamp's daughter and proceed to bash Bryn on her podcast, which I'm not. I actually had a conversation with Bryn and Bryn and I text and I said, Bryn, jokingly, you don't like me anymore. And she wrote, oh, my God. No, I said, I love you, Tamara. And I said, I, you're still my favorite. I hated that they asked me that. I felt like either way, you or Andy would be pissed. If I'm ever asking, what would you like me to say? I go, I don't care. I'm joking with you. I go, people are going crazy over this. Um, I go, we laughed about it afterwards. And she goes, oh God, good. Like people really took this serious. It was so bad. Well, my question is so bad. He wouldn't, they wouldn't have aired it. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't so bad. Obviously, if he was so disrespected, he would have taken it out. But clearly he liked it. He knew it would get this response. Yes. He's a very smart guy. Um, but my I've question to you is 16, 17 years. Like, seriously, I'm not the first one that told him to be quiet. He was trying to change the subject when I was trying to answer a question. You're like, I have an opinion, Andy. Yeah, I, I haven't answered. Listen to my answer and stop trying to like bring something on else to the next into question. It. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, which I felt the reunion was very much like that. It was very like, ask a question, answer. Okay, we're done. Let's move on. Move on. Well, because I mean, let's, let's be honest before we even get into it. I hate to say this, but Dorinda and Luann on watch what happens live last night. were probably better than this entire season of New York. (laughs) I did watch it. It was good. They're cute together. 
they're I, even they're fighting. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But maybe it's like the devil, you know, is better than the devil. You don't know. Yeah, I, I think that New York is much like Salt Lake City. You know, it takes time for people to warm up to them. It takes time for a brand new cast to get used to filming. And then they're either going to come back really strong next season or they're done. But my other question is because I leave for New York at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning, mm -hmm. which housewife of Real Housewives of New York should I read? I have one free night because I get in at like five. And then I have nothing the mm -hmm. first night. And then the second night I've watched what happens live. And then the third night I have uh, the melanoma awareness event. I say Bren. Bren. Yes. Yeah. Love her. Love her. I invited her to our uh, pre party. At, our twats party. Our twats okay. party in Vegas before BravoCon. Um, I think Aaron. Love Aaron. But I, I think they're Sly. fighting. I think they're not oh. good. Oh. I can't invite the both of them. I need to pick one. I have to pick a side here, Tamara. So mm -hmm. if I can only pick one, who am I picking? Bren? I love Bren. I love Cy. And I love Aaron. I don't know that Cy loves me at this point. I think Aaron could be suaded. I think Bren could be suaded. <laughs> um, well, then you're really narrowing them down. To so two. you're between Bren, Bren and Aaron. And Aaron. If you could only have dinner with one at catch, who would it be? Oh my God. That's a hard one. I I like them both equally. Tamara, quit I really do. I do. I like them. I don't have a problem with any of them on the show. Fine. Anyways. I mean, I'd like to, to see a little bit more of Erin in her, her life, but. And then Uba just irritated me we'll get to we'll, that we'll, we'll get to that okay the next one is real housewives of new jersey fans think the show is on the chopping block as the cast trip to berkshire is canceled last minute after stale season 14 a fan said the real housewife new jersey's cast trip to the berkshires in massachusetts is canceled this is according to a Reddit page and the U.S. Sun. The avid Real Housewives of New Jersey viewer went on a rant about how underwhelming the season of the show was. Okay. Okay. First of all, why the fuck are they going to the Berkshires? I don't know. And I was, felt bad was when you went house, to the Berkshires. Well, was Dorinda's house not available for backup? I mean, so I heard, well, I saw on Instagram, and I don't know if this is true, the house that they were supposed to film in caught on fire. Oh yeah. I heard that too. So they canceled it, but I would think that production would have a backup plan always. And I, I just don't understand. Like they can drive to the Berkshires from, from Jersey, right? It's that close. I, I would imagine it's not that far, yeah, but also far. if you're not taking a plane, how come they're not leaving that side of the United States the world? <laughs> Like, how come they're just staying? I can rent out my casita if they want to come to California. <laughs> Listen, apparently, according to TMZ, my Hollywood Hills house is for rent for 35000 for the month. So I'll give it to you. Is that true? I don't know. I had to text my husband. I'm like, do I get half of this if it gets rented out? And he was like, uh, no. and I was no. like, yeah, mm -hmm. I see how it is. <laughs> um, but either yeah. way. What do you think this means for Jersey? I'm worried that it feels like there's too many cooks in this kitchen. That cast has taken control. And uh, well, I don't know, but I, I am concerned because I have heard that um, like 
there was an article that Teresa and Melissa are not filming together. And how do you film a show like Housewives when people aren't filming together? I don't know. I think Dorinda even said it best on Watch What Happens Live when Andy asked who is in the wrong when not bringing uh, Angie to the trip. And Dorinda oh, for Salt said, Lake? Yeah, she said, yeah. Is that a are they both full cast members? And Andy's yeah. like, yeah. And she's like, well, then you have to invite. You have to it's go. Just, yeah, it's it's how it goes. Um, but if you have two totally separate casts, how does that work? How does it work? How is it interesting? Who and cares? Why is it allowed? And let's hope that it's wrong. Yeah, let's let's hope because I I do. But there has been a lot of rumors about different friendships shifting, like um Jackie Jackie oh um that it's ja that Jackie and Jen have now there's been some kind of situation with Margaret we don't know what it is it's just there's rumors on the world wide web that they've switched sides and now they're team Teresa I don't know well yeah who really knows I mean I, I feel like one one person tells another person and tells a blogger. And then all of a sudden they create this whole story. That's not true. So we will see soon enough. Do we know when Jersey's going to air? We don't know, but, but I'm sure they're we'll still, ask oh, they're still filming right now. So it's not going to be until 2024. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, the next question for us is if you could pick one person mm -hmm. that we want to see the most at BravoCon, who is it? You want me to pick one person out of 250 some talent? I don't know. You? How about you? I want to see you. You know what, Tamara? I want to see everybody. I enjoy everybody. Um, I miss Larsa a lot because Larsa and I spent a lot of time together on Traders. And I just, she's just such a girl's girl. And I love her. Do and you think that Larsa and I are going to be able to come around? And Well, I don't think she hates you. Well, what exactly did she say? That she doesn't like you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like that you were talking about her butt. What? That it, I didn't think it was real? Probably. I don't remember what you said. And here's so the just thing. say you're sorry. I'm not going to just say I'm sorry. I don't. I have Sometimes fake tits you and a fake to... neck. I don't have a problem with it. You don't have it. a fake neck. <laughs> well, I have fake. a new neck that's very tight and taut. I have a taut neck that was once a loose hanging neck. Loose <laughs> hanging. That, Low hanging that, fruit. That is good for things. My like. gobbler. Yep. Um, okay. She's very sweet. I really like her a lot. So try to be nice to her. Fine, fine. All right. Anywho, the next one is Lenny Hochstein's fiance. Catherine. Oh, God. Who haven't cares? broken up despite rumors, according Great. to Facebook. Go get married. You're made for each other. Bye bye. There's absolutely no truth to these claims. And we are happier than ever. I'm just guessing. But my guess is they probably got into a fight. He took off his Instagram. He probably said we're done. And then they made up. Um, but this is why. I'm Ask so me how many fucks I give. I don't give about anything about this guy. Well, page six does. And they reached out to him for comment and he called them clowns. That was mm. his response. So, okay, Lenny, Lenny, we're just not move really on with your, your happy little life. Lenny, go get married. 
I love that I've been calling her Catherine and I just looked at this again and her name is Katarina. Same Sorry. thing. Um, okay, more on Watch What Happens Live. My favorite part is that Rom- Ramona was in the audience for half for a of second. the episode and then for a left second. during the commercial break. Maybe she just went potty. No, you, no. You, and then never came back? Well, I mean, it's a quick show. You're really only on 20, 25 minutes. I just joked. That's <laughs> not that quick. I mean, if she can't sit there for 25 minutes, we got a problem. <laughs> like, she's got a problem. I've had a lot of children and I have, I like right now I have to pee. Like the second we get to this break, I'm going to sprint to the bathroom, but okay. like I can still hold it to finish this part of the segment. No, you pee more than anybody I know. Uh, you poop more than anyone that I know. Yeah, so. I know. And doctor says that's a problem. He says that's just, that's a problem. Just as bad as being constipated all the time. So well, I gotta go back. You to shit a lot. I pee a lot. Yeah, I doctor and see what's next for me. Um. Then Luan, Luann and Dorinda met Bren. They said that Bren called Dorinda a legend, and Dorinda said Bren was statuesque. Then Luann calls, says Bren called her the Michael Jordan of the housewives. Then they get into an argument <laughs> on stage about who's statuesque. Who's the Michael Jordan? Who's the legend? This is why I don't like these type of words. Okay, can I ask you a question? If I think I know the answer, but if she would have said you're the Michael Jordan of Housewives, would you repeat that? One, no one in the history of ever watching television is ever going to call me <laughs> the Michael Jordan of Housewives. So I don't even have to contemplate <laughs> my reaction. Oh my God. And then the <laughs> fight. She's like, no, that's not what she said. She said you were statuesque or whatever she called her. She's like, no, Dorinda looked great. They both look great. They they both looked amazing. They were coordinating um, when they're asked about Jenna's outfit. Dorinda says jeans aren't her style. Luann says maybe she should have worn another pair of jeans because these <laughs> were very well, flattering. These yeah. women, this the, what I do like about these two is they really don't have any filter. No, but listen, if I don't care what you wear up there. Wear your style. Wear what makes you comfortable. I do believe that if that goes for everybody. But has if that was truly the case. If I asked to wear jeans, they would have told me no. No, I asked a million times. Can I wear a baseball cap and a white t-shirt for a confessional? I was told every time, hands down, you're on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Nobody wants to see that. Elevate that no. shit, Teddy. Well, yeah. I, so I elevated say- it with a pair of fake bangs. Like, I need to, I want to get a pair of fake things. Can you wear them at BravoCon? Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear and I'll wear a tape on my nose like this too. Uh bangs and a nose like that. Yeah. Um, but it, she wore jeans all season. She wore them in her confessionals. It's kind of her thing. We don't, don't know really if care. she wore them in the confessionals. Confessionals are waist up. No, they're knee up. My knee ours up. were knee ours were knee up. That's a new thing. Oh yeah. It's- you don't need to rub it in, Tamara. That's so rude. What? <laughs> that I never made it to a new confessional. You never made it to knee up. <laughs> I was only waist up pregnant. Um, oh, but God. anyways, then they talk about for girls trip. They said Ramona fought the worst about room assignment. Not shocked. Ramona ordered the staff around the most. Not shocked. Dorinda regarding Meredith. We already talked about this. Ramona left during the commercial break. Already talked about it. Luann hasn't spoken to Shan. Oh, this part. Luann hasn't spoken to Shannon regarding her DUI. She says people need their space when things like this happen. Yeah. 
So I've been getting a lot of messages from uh, just fans saying, I can't believe you're doing the Trace Amiga show and you said you weren't going to do it. And um, well, so I had, I went around and around and around about it with the, my Dos Amigos. And it was something that I could not get out of. Um, Contractually or friendshiply? Both. Um, Do I think that it's the smartest thing? No, I don't. Um, it's a tough one for me. The show has been changed. There's no reference to alcohol. There's no pour some tequila on me. And it's more based around friendship and funny moments from the show. So we are changing it. I did not change my stance on it. I've been very vocal to them. I think that some time needs to pass, but that's just me. But they're saying the show must go on. Well, the show went on on Watch What Happens Live and they played Hottie Petitty with your <laughs> implant. Those implants have a life of their own over there in the clubhouse. You know what? They're busy. They're booked and busy and living they their best life. They have been broken. There's fingernails in one of them. They've been taped. It's. I might need to get a new, ra- new set and then have them taken out. Just I so actually I can- had a dream the other night, which I don't know what this says about me, that you got your boobs done again. That is so funny that you said that because I'm like, you know, looking in the mirror and I'm like, God, do you really feel that much? I'm just asking, do you really feel that much better with them out now that you're past all of it? Because here's the thing. Tell me, tell me a condition and I can create it for myself in my own head. Right, right, right. Now, this is the thing. I had them removed while I was on break. My depression, anxiety, all those things were much higher. Um, I was having issues with my bladder, still having issues with my bladder. Right. Um, Joint pain, things like that have gone away. But you've also not been able to work out as hard because you've been in the hospital. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I've had them out for two years now. So I'm saying within those two years, yeah. um, I don't have any joint pain. It's like one of those, you know, it is. It's one of those things like, is this for real? Is this? Like I wasn't one that was covered in rashes. Some girls just get covered in rashes. That wasn't my situation. I had other things that were going on. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I think, God, should I try it one more time? And I'm like, no, don't. You're not doing that again. Yeah. I mean, either way, I just think that's a hard thing. When somebody tells you that there's something, then immediately we all go to, like, I I immediately could have all of those same things. All those symptoms. Yeah. I'm tired. I can get rashes. I can have this. I can have that. Like that's <laughs> you can talk yourself into it. Oh, I can go to WebMD and have anything. Yeah. I mean, there's no, I don't think there's any evidence of implants causing these issues. There's like no medical evidence. It's just having a foreign object in your body. Your body can reject it. Now, some girls get capsulated because they, their implant is capsulated. So that's because their body is, doesn't want it. It's rejecting it. I never had that problem. But you know what a tampon is? You know what a penis is? <laughs> Foreign objects. Well, I don't think, I mean, a tampon might be considered, but a penis, I don't know. I think they're foreign objects. On that note, guys, we're well, going to take that, a- That's my problem. Maybe I should stop <laughs> with the penises. <laughs> or the penis. <laughs> uh, the pe- I was like, penises? Well, some are plastic. 
Oh yeah, some are like are they latex or what is that material? I would imagine latex. I don't know, plastic, rubber, rubber, rubber. I think it's rubber. Anyways, rubber. on that note, you guys, more from sexual education and recapping Real Housewives of New York uh, reunion a, right after this break, where I go potty again. <laughs> go potty. Get out of here. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we are back to talk about the Real Housewives of New York reunion. Um, I can see why Uba has a line of hot sauces because she came in spicy. Um, Uba's reunion performance was giving me, I did nothing all season and I need to do something to save my apple. (laughs) I just, I think, okay. It It felt forced to me. It wasn't landing. It felt forced. She had multiple moments where she would bring some random topic up about Aaron and everybody would look at her and go, huh? What about when she said, none of you guys wanted Jenna on the show. And like Andy, like gave her like a death glare. Like he was like, and then all three girls are like, who, 
like yeah, I think tell- I said Aaron earlier, but it was about Jenna. She was just coming in hot for her every opportunity she could, even if it didn't make sense, she was coming for her. I'm like, dude, relax. What are you doing? Well, I know I said on last week's pod that I didn't think Jenna probably wants to come back. That doesn't mean that I don't like Jenna as a housewife. And I don't think that Jenna, I think Jenna should come back. I think she adds a dynamic to the show. She's not going to BravoCon. But she's not going to. I was simply stating my opinion on what I thought she felt about doing the show. But it almost seemed like Uba picked the person other than herself that gave the least amount and thought, I'm going to go for her so that I am now going to make myself seem more whatever. But also, I don't like when housewives get glammed outside of everybody else. Like when they throw that card down, like she wouldn't even get glammed at the reunion. Like what do you want? That was weird. It was just as weird as her text messages. Do you understand Uba's perspective watching the show back and her feeling some type of way? Like, yeah, that's okay. I don't. I don't get it. Me neither. Um, Then we, as I'm watching Bren, and I love you, Bren. I really do. I think you're amazing television. But my dad has this creepy doll collection that he keeps inside of our house that we're not allowed to touch. They're like these <laughs> fancy ceramic dolls that are all in these uncomfortable doily dresses. And all I could think about, and they sit on shelves alone just to yeah, like scare yeah. people when they come in. That's really what I thought about Bren's outfit. Oh just, my God. That's one of my dad's creepy dolls kind of looked like she was giving like dinner on the Titanic look. I need to go back to Titanic days, but (laughs) all I can think about is like, I kind of like that. It's giving, I don't know what brand it was, but self-portrait has a lot of brands with the little white collary, lacy, velvety dresses. And I, I kind of like them. Well, here's the thing. Bren is statuesque so she can really pull anything off could you imagine me and you in that dress oh no i would look ridiculous <laughs> but bren is also like she's tall but uba says that tv jenna is poor me victim i'm old and the real jenna is a powerhouse uba says that jenna avoided all of the conflict jenna says she doesn't like to weigh in on other people's issues do you think jenna portrayed a one-sided version of herself on the show well, I think that Jenna just didn't completely open up and she didn't feel comfortable. And she talked about that. But what the hell is Uba's problem with Jenna? That's what I want to know. What is, My is she... guess is that to Uba, it seems like Jenna would rather be folding T-shirts at J. Crew than be at this reunion or be on the show. Well, then that's a Jenna problem. And maybe she needs to, <laughs> to leave. Maybe she needs to leave. But the reason um, why you have so many different types of people on the show is because that's what makes a good show. I so, agree. I'll just, be curious to see if she comes back. The part that I am curious about is why Uba, Uba and Jenna, did they ever have an issue on the show? Not that I can remember. Me neither. So that's, that's what I didn't so I don't get. understand you, it. I mean, I get it's from watching it back, but I still don't get it. Because Jenna was team Aaron. Well, I don't know. But what I also don't get is when Aaron went on a podcast and <laughs> said that she thought she got along with Cy, but all Cy did was talk about her in her confessionals. Was that our podcast? 
I'll say it sounded it sounded like a little bit of two teas in a pod. Was it that long ago? Because we did interview Erin, and um... I feel like she said that, and I feel like maybe she also said something along the lines talking about the cheese. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: regardless of Erin said that Sai was dramatic about the cheese off camera, even if Sai wasn't dramatic about that food item at that time, she was dramatic about all other eating festivities throughout the entire season so i don't necessarily count it as a lie <laughs> do you no i don't it's so stupid and why the fuck are we fighting over cheese i don't know i mean or i mean if i hear one more time anybody talking about the caviar on the pringles pringles oh my god i'm sick oh my god I'm how about we never have caviar again i'd be i'd be totally how about you and that. i will never eat caviar because it's way too expensive and it's not even filling it's not it's not my thing it's not my thing i mean i have eaten it it was okay but it's not my thing Tammy sue and teddy joe are not caviar um connoisseurs no we're more like fritos with that bean dip (laughs) kind in the can (laughs) um so but then what about when um andy kind of skips right over the fact when the when uba says that you don't want that they the three of them didn't want any of them on the show like i actually wanted to yeah. hear more about that yeah and it was just not talked about what is your reaction to uba's demeanor during their interview do you think she came in to uba hot or do you think she was genuinely upset with Aaron? i think uba was doing all the things to try to be relevant and it was just, it, it just looked odd yeah, and uncomfortable. And it at one time, match. I can't remember what she said, but she, they're talking about something totally different. And then she pulls something out of her ass about Aaron. And I'm like, everyone's like, what are you talking about? Why are you oh. talking about this? It, it didn't was, even make sense. It did not land well and it looked stupid and it just didn't make her look very well. You want to hear something amazing that I just saw online? Pringles and caviar have done a collab together. Oh, shocker. <laughs> so um, shocked. Okay, so then Andy asked Bryn if she has concerns about being a mother based on the way she grew up. Bryn said she is scared that when she loves her children, all she will think about is why her parents didn't love her enough. Bryn says the women are bitches and whores, but all the women are the best moms and they make her want to have children. I mean, this whole reunion felt like a therapy session to me it was just and andy was a therapist which is scary (laughs) well how do you feel about your upbringing and the way that it affected the way that you raised your children well i didn't come from a very touchy feely lovey type of family at all which is that's just how we grew up i don't know if it was the time i don't know if it was my parents i don't know what um and i acknowledge that i'm okay with it like it bothered me a long time ago But with my kids, I am very loving and I do tell them I love them all the time. And they do tell me they love me all the time. Now we're not the, the huggy huggy. Like we're not, we just, I'm not a huggy huggy person anyways. Yeah. But, but do you think you were born that way? Or do you think that was by, I think I'm a product of my environment. I'm just not, I didn't grow up like that. So I also didn't grow up with saying, I love you. I love you. Oh my God. I love you. But I do do that with the kids. Yeah. I think there are parts that you get from, like, I think somebody asked me the other day about like growing up the way that I did. And if I, cause I said, you know, I always had this 
like a amount of pressure that I put on myself. I don't even know if it was necessarily that my parents put it on me or that I put it on myself that mm-hmm. I needed to like live up to this expectation. And I said, I feel like, you know, as much as I try not to, I think that I probably do it to my kids as well in the way that like, I want to support them in their goals and tell them they can accomplish anything and for anything that they want to accomplish, they're worth it and blah, blah, blah. Um, But I can also see from each of my kids, like one of my kids acts just the way that I do, which Mm -hmm. is like pleasing and wanting to go above and beyond. And the other one acts like one of my brothers, like completely disengages from it. Like, I think it, it really just comes from your natural, like, for sure. Comes so with, from within, for sure. I, I do believe that. But then also you are a, a bit of a product of your environment. Yeah. But then Andy asked Bren if Sai is being hypocritical by criticizing Jenna for promoting her products when Sai <laughs> is an actual influencer. Bren says no, because Sai is honest and it is her work versus Jenna, who is gift giving. Well, also the gifts that she was giving were products that were sent to her. Like, I know how that works. I have a whole closet filled with products that are sent to me. Um, and I do give them away to my friends. But also Jenna says these, there was not a sponsorship angle right, here because they're no longer, here's the thing. The way I believed it when I was watching the show was they were current collaborations. Current collabs. Yeah. And they're not so like, if I gave away an all in hat right now with like a gift card to my next retreat, that would be a direct would be, right. income to me. Right. But she's saying I, what I gave away are old collabs that you can't even purchase. They're just nice things that I wanted to give to people. Some people's love language is gifts. Yeah. Heather DeBros like that. Every time we do something, if there's a whole all housewife event, you know, brings a gift. I'm a little bit like that, but I do it for like the entertaining, funny part of it. Like when you we never went brought to, me a gift, Tam. when we went to, Me, I'm not filming with you. When we went to Mexico, <laughs> I brought us all those crazy bathing suits. The ones, you know, right. Very chest and stuff like that. I don't know if when, that's considered a gift. Yes. It's but, a gift. I gave it to them. I right, paid for it. I gave it to them. It wasn't <laughs> sponsored. Nobody gave it to me. No, but I mean, I don't know that it, a gift is normally things that you want. Right? Oh, well, shut up. Everybody wanted it. <laughs> and then when we went to Montana. I gave all the girls matching uh, pajamas. Like, so I will do that, but I'm not like every time we meet, like, here's a gift. Well, Sai says she's never had a friend who's given gifts every time they saw each other. So it didn't feel genuine, but now knowing Jenna, I think that who gives she- a flying fuck? Give me a gift. I don't care if it's sponsored. I don't care <laughs> if it's re-gift. I'll take Listen, a gift. We'll send you our twats PO box number. Send us whatever the I, hell I, you want. I, the girls are just it. picking her apart about everything. And I think they're they're making a lunch out of a snack. I think they're like, hey, jealousy. Hey, jealousy. <laughs> right. Um, then Andy asked Uba what the status of her and Mr. Connecticut is. Uba says they are still going strong and that their relationship is private because of his line of work, which brings us back to which one is it? Michael Bolton, Michael Bolton. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uba says that all the guys in the past who left her say she beat them up. Uba says she slapped every guy she's dated in public. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. 
Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So let's just talk about that, because if the roles were reversed and a guy said that about a woman, nobody would find that funny. I just was a little try hard this episode. Then Andy asked Cy why she got so angry at Bryn for asking Uba about Mr. Connecticut. Cy says she is harder on Bryn because they were close and she trusted her with a secret. Cy apologizes to Bryn. Bryn gets emotional. Bryn says it's been six months since Cy spoke to her and she apologized profusely. Bryn says that over the past six months, Cy has gone on press interviews saying that Bryn can't be trusted. Bryn says that she heard Cy has said a lot of stuff about what she does for a living and called her a slut, whore, et cetera. Sai says she has never said any of these things and she doesn't know what Bryn does for a living. At this point, do you feel like Bryn and Sai are fighting over- Well, Bryn said that she's got a nine to five job. What is it? Well, I- I, uh, How do you have a nine to five job and film Housewives? I think that Bryn is like some kind of marketing executive from what I've gathered. Hmm. Um. 
I don't Brent, know how you have a full-time job like that in Film Housewives. That's well, I don't know. Brent's saying she has like a thousand friends. Ramona could never. Um, but I would also say it seems like Aaron and Cy came into this reunion with fan backlash and crafting a different personality. Yeah, I that's what I think. I think that um especially Uba, she was listening to the fans and the fans were saying you didn't do much. But the good thing is Uba says she's getting better with age. So No, great. Hopefully Lucky. we are good too. Good for her. As of now, I haven't noticed that about us. I know. Uh-uh. Um, then Andy asks Sai if she still thinks Jessel is lying about having sex with Pavit. Sai says from the outside looking in, it does not seem like Jessel and Pavit have a connection, but it's none of her business and she shouldn't comment on it. Then why are you commenting on it? Because <laughs> that's um, what we do on these. I know, shows. but then don't say I shouldn't comment on it. Just comment on it. Like, clearly you're going to comment. That's comment. just, she should just say like, that's my opinion. Like that, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Like that's, that's what I see. Like you can see if somebody has chemistry or not. So in your opinion, you think that Cy is like an excellent housewife made for TV or she just actually lacks some self-awareness. I think all of that. I think that, <laughs> you that, that's, think all that, of that. I think all of that. Good. I think that, you know, a lack of self-awareness makes a great housewife. Yeah, that's for sure. I think that she's opinionated. I feel like she's not afraid to get in there and get dirty. Um, do I agree with everything she does? No, but I'm sure she doesn't agree with everything I do. And that's what makes her a good housewife. Um, the people out there that are giving her a hard time. And just, I just want to laugh and roll my eyes at the same time, because if she said nothing, the show would have been really boring, really, really boring. And then people would be like, Oh my God, cancel. It's boring. It's like these fans can't make up their mind. Well, question. Cause I realized we haven't even talked about her at all. What did you think about Jessel this episode? Cause she has first seat. She has first seat and she didn't really say anything. I but know. how about other than that? Pavit thought her dress looked like a, what did trash, he say? Trash bag or something like that. Yeah. Like but uh, talk about shade when Bren looks at Cy and says, I'm sorry, I can't hear you all the way down there. <laughs> Basically making fun of her for having the last seat. What about when Bren is talking Which I did about not that- agree with that at all. I thought we could swap, put Cy at the, at the next to Andy. And before Jessel, Aaron? No, Are on, the you other, on the other side, the other side, sweetie. Where Jessel was. Please don't sweetie me, Tamara. Are we <laughs> the other side. The, I will do my other side. slap on this honey, podcast. Listen, honey. <laughs> listen, little girl. Listen, sugar tits. <laughs> listen, little girl. Little girl. Um, I felt like she could be on the other the other side for a seat where Jessel was. Yeah. I don't think Jessel said a whole lot during the reunion. I think that maybe she does. Is it just a two parter? Please, God, please. <laughs> Yes, it's a two-parter. Okay. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but the the so comments much. are mainly, I, it was all the same when I we did our little Instagram that yeah. Uba came in way too hot. There was too much crying and Aaron is very good at gaslighting. I don't think that Aaron's necessarily a gaslighter. I, think I don't Aaron, either. I think Aaron just talks shit. I think that, talker. yeah, I think that, I don't even think Aaron's a shit talker. Aaron's just speaking her mind. I don't even think that she's a bad shit talker. No. I think that she speaks well. I think she's pretty. I think she has a lifestyle. Although I do want to see the new house. 
Where is it? But what do you think saying a husband doesn't wear his wedding ring insinuates? Do you care? A lot of guys don't wear their wedding ring. My, I'm not wearing mine. Well, you lost yours. I lost. Well, I lost the diamond. It's getting it's getting replaced right now. Are you going to have a fake one by BravoCon? Brian over at Nugget and Carrots is putting in a Nugget lab and Nugget and Carrots putting in a lab diamond because he said to me, he goes, "You're going to find it. This happens all the time." Hold you on, know, what does let- a lab diamond mean? It's a, a lab diamond, a diamond that's made. In, it's like not real. It's made oh, in a lab. Like a um, CZ? It's not a CZ. It's something different. But he's saying people, very wealthy people, are now using lab diamonds because let's just say a 10 carat is about $20,000 compared to 800 to a million. Who has a 10 carat that we know? So he says, listen, you're going to find that diamond. I have, I had somebody just came in that said they lost their diamond. They replaced it. And then she found it in the hamper. Well, I have to tell you when, when my engagement ring had three diamonds and I lost one of the stones at soul cycle, I never found it. Was it a small one like on the side or was it the main one? Well, it was three kind of the same size diamonds. Yeah. I had a lot. Um, Mine has a lot of like pave diamonds in it. And I did lose little, they're tiny little ones, but he's going to replace those with real diamonds. Maybe we should ask Lisa Barlow if she's going to get a lab diamond uh, band or she's going to splurge another 60. And here's the thing. If I don't find it and the lab diamond looks good, I'm leaving it. it. I don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. I actually don't care either. I don't care about diamonds. Would you care if somebody proposed with a lab diamond behind your back and pretended it was a real diamond? Yeah. I mean, if somebody pretended like it was a real diamond and didn't like tell you, of course, like you'd be yeah. like, okay. Um, mine's so filthy, disgustingly dirty right now. I looked at it the other day and I was like, that's how mine was. It may as well be fake because it is so crusty underneath. I'm like, this is disgusting. I can't even look at it. Yeah. My, um, my jeweler, Brian said, um, yeah, I was worried about this. Haven't seen you in quite a few years. <laughs> I know you're supposed to get them tightened every year. You're supposed to have the prongs. So he looked at, he goes, there's no prongs left on this. I'm surprised. Like, this is no shocker to me. And I'm like, sorry, but sometimes things last longer than you think. Like my veneers were only supposed to last 10 years. And I think I'm like 18 years in. Mm, It's going to fall out tomorrow. Well, it'll fall off at watch what happens live. And I'll be like, Oh my God. Oh God. That happened to Vicky, uh, and the A-list awards. She was mm-hmm. okay. This anyway. was years ago. She fell, knocked her front tooth out, and then went to lunch breakfast with us. She was with Dawn at the time. I was with Simon and starts talking as if her front tooth is not gone. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You have to give people a warning if you lose a tooth. I do think she that's just a general talked rule. like it was. <laughs> and you know, when you have veneers, right? Don't they file them? Down? They file them. So I had already broken my teeth out. So they were already short, but they still filed them like this. They're like little V's. Oh my God. No, um, like little veneers. fangs, but I haven't lost one yet, but now I'm frightened. I'm always like admire people that get, especially people on TV that have veneers. Cause they look so good on TV. They're so white, so big. And then I'm like, I asked my dentist, should I get veneers? He's like, no, you do not want that up. You don't need veneers. Like if my teeth weren't knocked out, I wouldn't have gotten. Yeah. No, like, cause they're actually a pain. I can't bite into an apple. There's, they cause other issues. Oh God. I just ate an apple. Um, I am seeing one, one, one all the time. Now I go through phases. Do you ever have that happen? Number one, one, one. Sometimes it's 11, 11. Um, 
constantly. This happened to started happening to me right before I got asked back to the housewives. And now it's nonstop. I've probably seen it 10 times today. I saw it yesterday. I'm like, okay, what you got for me? What you got for me universe? Well, that's one of Kyle's tattoos. Oh, I'm getting that tattoo. It is. She has it where? Yes. Right here. Oh my God. That's so funny. I wanted to have that done too. Um, let's go well, get tattoos. Teddy. Dorinda Deadly just commented that the Real Housewives of Orange County cast is all getting ass back. Oh, and of course they would know, right? Well, Dorinda, Deadly I mean, it could be very bad. I don't know. I mean, I could get fired. Um, yeah, I've seen that too. I don't think you're getting fired. At TV Deets or something like that posted that as well, and then uh, somebody said, "Oh, they're always right. They always know." I mean, it could be Alex Baskin behind that TV deets. <laughs> Alex Baskin came up with the name Dorinda Deadly. <laughs> Dorinda Deadly. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys make sure that you tune in later in the week because we will be recapping Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and I will be on Watch What Happens Live so we can talk about the aftermath of all oh, of Oh, I can't wait for that. Um, but thank you, thank you guys for tuning in for another episode from the twats. And we look forward to talking to you guys later in the week. Happy pride from tomboy X. We just dropped our pride 24 collection, queer founded, queer run and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit tomboyx.com to shop. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.